Hey Mary, belated Christmas and welcome to Six Seconds Sobriety. This is Duncan. I hope you had an amazing Christmas, Hanukkah, now it's Kwanzaa, and it's Boxing Day. I like the Boxing Day because you get to switch roles with the boss and break the boss's balls if you do it correctly. All right, anyway, that's enough of me. Welcome to Six Seconds Sobriety. We are politically incorrect. <laughs> I haven't been around a while. And we, uh, this is for alcoholic men. So, Emily, don't get all excited. Just turn me off. Go somewhere else. Go listen to somewhere fluffy. We do not fuck around here. All right, so anyway, I'm kind of catching up a little bit. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm starting a new job, and I'm studying for that. And, of course, I'm getting distracted. Uh, and I want to go do affiliate marketing, and then I want to go um, have a hot dog at this specific place. It's like 15 miles away, so, you know, we're always restless. So what I do is I kind of, like, start doing chores. When I start doing chores, I start kind of, like, what they call karma yoga, right? So you just sort of let these thoughts pass through. You sound super soft, but that's what happens, man. You fucking meditate whether you want to or not, right? So, anyway, I start thinking about my kids and how grateful I am for my kids. I have three kids, and they're all adults. Two of them have never seen me drink. One's like 30 and the other's 33. The cool thing is, though, and I spent um, yesterday with the oldest one. So, you get started thinking about how you're thinking. That's what this is all about. Think about what you think about. When you're thinking, and you're not aware that you're thinking. So I have this little um, thing about my high school girlfriend. And I think we all do that, right? We kind of, with Facebook and all Instagram and all that shit, um, more Facebook. You can find, like, all your high school buddies and or your college buddies. And you always think that... You know, ooh, Dally was the one. And then in college, ooh, Denise was the one. And then when you get sober and you go through and you have to do a ninth step with both of them, you figure out neither of them was the one. Neither of them. But then you never kind of let that go because we always have this mentality. We think about the way that we think. We're alcoholics now. I'm not, if you're a normal person, just. Don't fucking bother with this shit because you will never understand. You can't possibly understand. Anyway, the the thing is, we're always we're we're the same exact age and emotionally as we are when we're thinking about our high school girlfriend or our college girlfriend. Normal people don't do that, boys. We're the only ones that do it. Addicts and alkies, right? It's, it's weird because I go, okay, well, should have stayed with Dally. Because Dally and I had a, she, we lost our virginity and got pregnant, right, that, that day. And then she ended up getting rid of the baby. And then I always sort of, like, have this story about, oh, the baby was born premature or it was too small or whatever. And, you know, she just... She, had to get, she couldn't keep the baby. So she got rid of the baby. We had to go to fucking New York. It was expensive back then. And I was 
a very typical budding alcoholic at the time where I just went along to get along. I always did, man. And if somebody wanted to, I just work whoever, however, my sister wanted to do this and she'll come stay with me and all that kind of shit. So I just kind of let everybody handle shit if they were going to do it, right? And really never had the capacity to even have a serious conversation about this event at this time and what's the future look like? What are the possibilities? I never had that. I didn't have that until, dude, I was probably, I was sober years. I don't want to discourage you if you're new, but it does take a long time for the all, for your, you know, kind of to develop into a real actual man. Um, and believe me, you are back in that little boy shit the second you start drifting away. So kind of daydreaming, that's what I'm talking about. But I have three amazing children. One with two master's degrees from an Ivy League college. Another one with a chemical engineering degree. And another one with a, a degree in sort of like um, events and catering and high-end stuff. She could run a hotel. She could run like she's there. She's a, a little... Uh, she's, she's like killer, right? Just bootstrapped her whole business and she's very successful. She has offices in Atlanta, Chicago... New York, Miami, and here. And and um, she does little beach weddings at a, over where we live, too. Dude. So, you know, that's, that's my kids. And this woman, I'm thinking, oh, she just stayed with her all my life. I love her, right? Like all that, with all these wives and all that kind of crap and all the fucking baggage. She's the one, really. So she's been married, just like me, three times, I think. Or twice, whatever. Um, has two kids, grandkids, all that stuff. But if I had stayed with her, what would, have, what would the universe have given me? Her kids? Or my kids? Or five kids? What? You know what I mean? We're meant, here's the thing, just fucking get off it with all this old shit that you think about and understand your path is your path. And I want to be on the fucking Red Sox and I got on the Twins and I quit. (laughs) I said, no, I'm never going to be on the Red Sox. Fuck that. I'm not going to play baseball. Dude, that's the thing with us. We're just so fickle, right? And we can't. God, we can't find our ass with both hands most of the time. And that happens until you're about five years sober, by the way. That's why you hang around with the boys. You don't go four months in, get a girlfriend, and then all of a sudden you're living together and you, you know, raising each other's kids and all that kind of shit. And then you're ready to get married and you leave You leave uh, the, your 12-step program. Guess what happens? You, you make it somewhere between three and seven years. And you're back out there. And then you're back with us anyway. You're back with us anyway. So fucking stay with us, you numbskull. All right? This is your New Year's resolution. Get back into meetings. And then the other thing is, too, you've got to get back with your original tribe. But you also have to one or two days a week, you got to find a meeting 
way the fuck out of your comfort zone, like you have to drive 40 minutes to it, okay? So I'm going to do one more minute, and that's it. And the when you're when you're around other people and you see how your meeting works versus their meetings and how they conduct them and what they read and if they do the Lord's Prayer and the Serenity Prayer or if they do like I'm in a group that does a Serenity Prayer on both ends of the thing. Once is the we version and once is the other version. I don't really like it, but I go to that meeting every week because. I know, I know those guys now, but you have to, you can't just stay in a fucking bubble, brother. You don't do it at your job. You certainly don't do it in relationships. And if you weren't related by blood, you wouldn't do it with your family. And they wouldn't have anything to do with you either. Remember, you're a fucking drunk. All right. Even though you are a fucking horrid drunk. I love you, and I want you to keep listening to Six Seconds of Sobriety. I'm going to start cranking this up again, um, and I'll, I'm going to really get serious about this, brother. So this might be the last sort of laissez-faire Six Seconds of Sobriety you ever hear. <laughs> All right. Tell your family get off your ass. That's their New Year's resolution. How about that? Start trusting you.